So, I see you've gotten into Fifty Shades of Grey. No, no, nothing like that. Are you sure? I'm quite positive, trust me. I don't know, I man. I not even get the bots to message me back on Tinder anymore. So. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you look like you're ready for the plague or for oh. a night in uh, Grey's Pleasure Room. No, no, preparedness for this whole corona scare that's going on. Oh, there. okay. So, yeah. I see. <laughs> nice mask. Really good, careful. Oh, thank you. Thank Don't you need a filter on that thing, though? Uh, yeah. Aha. Uh-huh. All right. Uh, I guess it'll, hold on. At least, at least it covers your ugly mug. Ow. Really? <laughs> really, yes. I guess you make a valid point there, and I kind of haven't shaved, so it's not really a tight seal. Mm, okay. Yeah, I didn't think that one through. I guess it kind of panicked overreacted a little bit there <laughs> okay <laughs> well are you uh panicking and uh stocking up on everything panic no let me actually i've got something to show you do you have enough toilet paper oh yeah yeah i'm running plenty prepared i got water okay toilet paper all right some of them fancy military ready hey 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 <laughs> nice uh, cold weather meals Got yeah. some uh, moonshine in case I need to sanitize or enjoy anything. Okay. And it's Friday the 13th. I came prepared for that as well. Holy water. Lovely. And. Oh, my God. You you, you legitimately have a bottle of holy water? Yeah. I brought a cross, too. The, uh, this one, is one the, can oh, never be too uh, Let me see this thing. Now, is this one of those ones that hides, like, chocolate on the inside or something? No. No, Jesus it's not. isn't, like, a chocolate Jesus or no. something? No. All right. said, I came full well prepared for this night, just oh, in case. I can tell you did, man. You're you're quite the prepper. Uh, I wouldn't call it that. If you notice, I'm not wearing the orange shirt tonight, though. That's That way I blend in when I'm anywhere. I don't stand out. I mean, I love that you brought props. This is really, this is, yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, no orange shirt. Uh-huh. You're, being a, you're being a gray man right now. Yes, exactly. You know what a gray man is, oh, right? Yeah. I should have okay. worn a gray shirt, not the blue. I, I, this is, is this legitimately holy that water? That is actual holy water. Does it taste good? I don't know. I've never tasted holy water. I mean, I probably drank some when I was being baptized as a kid. Oh, wow, he actually did that. <laughs> okay. And it just tastes like regular water. Yeah, um, yeah. But it says, blessed. dispel the devil. The devil hates holy water because <laughs> of its power over him. He cannot long abide in a place or near the person that is often sprinkled with this blessed water. Huh. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I said, Friday the 13th and the corona scare, you can't be too careful, man. I've got all bases covered and, here. And apparently, you know, I need to buy this myself. And it might burn you. Well, like I wouldn't be surprised but, if smoke start coming out your mouth in a few minutes. So, bottle of water like this mm-hmm. at most stores these days is about two bucks, right? I don't know. I haven't shopped for a while. I mean, not if you buy a pallet or a case oh, of yeah, it, but yeah. if you go into a into a gas station, you're and usually you, paying between a like a dollar eighty nine. Yeah, dollar eighty nine, dollar yeah. nine, buck twenty five a bottle for the holy water. I don't know how old that is. They'll keep that in mind. Oh, okay. I said like, well, I mean, I just buy the holy water. Start drinking that every day. <laughs> That would be awesome. <laughs> oh, no, I think that's everything. This has gotten weird, man. I mean, I got a flashlight, but I don't really count that. That just happened to be in my bag. Oh, I hope I didn't break is, that. Is that like some sort of, Why does the bag look like it's like waterproof or something? Oh, it, it's like a sports bag kind of thing. 
I don't know. A buddy of mine gave it to me. Are, he wasn't using it. Are we even going to talk about vehicles on this podcast, or is this going to be something? Like, <laughs> what, are, what are we doing here, man? I don't know on that. I, I, I've got a bunch of notes on my computer. We may take a quick break and pull that out, but this way, and we can actually do We've the made show. a lot of promises <laughs> being episode 48. We did. We did. So let's take a quick break, and I'll pull that out, put this stuff away. You cannot keep that, sir. I'm keeping the holy water, then. All right. That's fine. <laughs> I'll see you in a minute. <laughs> it's time to hit the trail, lock in those hubs, and throw it into low range. Because you are listening to Wheel It with Keith and Johnny Orange, broadcasting from the Thin Line Off-Road Studio. They're here to talk about 4x4s, trucks, and everything to do with enjoying the great outdoors. Buckle up. Here's your hosts, Keith and Johnny Orange. So are we done with uh, (laughs) Comedy Night with uh, Gallagher? For now. For now? Are you going to smash a watermelon here pretty soon? Surprise for them. Oh, okay. All right. (laughs) All your props tonight. So... If you're listening to us on a podcasting source, you have you no- really missed out, <laughs> Johnny. Or you got to watch us on YouTube. Uh, yeah, and that would probably be the most entertaining section oh, of absolutely. our YouTube show for the time being, because our studio is still under construction. Just time, money. Mm. Yeah, it's coming. It's coming. But it's there. We, it's, we we could post some teaser pictures one of these days. Yeah, we could. We could. No. But anywho, ah. <laughs> uh, we have been promising because this is episode forty-eight. We have been promising that we were going to we're do, do a case race each. A what? Case race. What's a case race? You've never heard of the case race? No. Each person gets a case of beer. Okay. Whoever finishes first wins. Twenty-four and twenty-four, forty-eight. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, <laughs> sounds good to me. Uh, no, 40, 48 <laughs> is the year that the F-Series truck came out. Indeed. The Ford F1. And we have been talking about how we're going to do kind of a history episode here. It doesn't have to be jam-packed with history, but I'd like to talk about Ford F-Series trucks. I'm so- all right with that. Is starting looking into some of this stuff, if we hit on every generation of this, we'd be here till the... About this time next week, there are 13 generations of these trucks. Well, yeah, and I was kind of thinking the same. So, like, if we wanted to do an episode where we're talking about, for example, uh, I'm just going to throw something out there, the the 73 to 79 dent sides. Mm -hmm. You could do an entire episode on those because they actually got, in 77, kind of a little facelift remake. There's a lot of different engines, Mm -hmm. uh, things like that. You could do a whole episode on one series like how oh, many how many say 13 series 13 and that's just the f series that does not include the medium duty and the heavy duty ones it probably doesn't and include then all the, the bron- specialty the bronco either or no, no? <laughs> so yeah the f series is really a huge huge line i never quite understood how in depth and how much you know how long it's been around holy crap well 1948 <laughs> well yeah yeah I, I mean i knew that from us talking but i i never realized that you know, just never clicked beforehand. Now, an interesting full disclosure, and I've told you this before, I'm very knowledgeable. Well, actually, I'd say very knowledgeable about the Ford F Series from about 1973 mm-hmm. to now. 
The sixties a little bit, yeah. but the fifties and forties, well, 48, 49, not so much. I've only owned mm. one F one Ford. Nice. It was a F one panel truck. I've only owned one of was those. Is that the one at the, the Mill Street house? It was. It was the I, gray I, one. I vaguely remember that. Yeah, it had a. Uh, that was cool. It was a hot rod. It had a three eighty three uh, Chrysler engine in it. it. Was just an oddball kind of a combination mm-hmm. of a hot rod. I, I had that one. I have not had a fifties or sixties F series. But then after that, I have had every series. I've had every series of the Ford truck since about nineteen seventy five to today. Nice. Well, that that starts you off in the sixth generation, then. Okay. So from there forward. All right. Well, okay. So in your research, do you have any like really cool points that you want to hit on really quick about how the F series came about? Not as far as the origination of it. Okay. I mean, it was preceded by the the forty one to forty eight Ford pickup. Yeah, and that was <laughs> a car based platform. Yeah. I do know that. It was the 41 to 48 with, there was actually a break during World War II mm-hmm. where they didn't produce trucks for the civilian market, but they are very limited amounts. Yeah. But that was its own frame, but it still used a car design. Yeah. And so. I remember skimming across that in a couple points. Yeah. So. When the F series came out for 48, they now had their own chassis, mm-hmm. their own body. And it was a truck from the word go, you yeah. know, design Actually, standpoint. They had eight different weight ratings on that. Uh, there was a pickup, the panel truck, a cab over engine, conventional truck, and a school bus chassis style. You're talking just, cool in, just in the F1. The first generation, yeah. Okay. Uh, of course, we did an episode back in episode 32 uh, where we talked about the most influential V8 engines of all time. Mm-hmm. When the Ford F-Series came out in 1948, it had the flathead V8 engine in it, mm-hmm. which was the Ford's engine that had been around since 1932. It was kind of short-lived in the F-Series because they ended up going to the Y-Block V8 series and uh, some of their other series of engines. But the F series came out with the original flathead V8 in it. Yeah, that, was, that lasted 48 to 51. Oh, you actually had notes on that? I've got a few. There was a tremendous amount of information I found. And then I went back and reviewed all that and found a whole other slew of information. Oh, okay. So I'm going to be switching a few tabs here, but I, I can find most of that stuff here. Okay. So. And, you know, real notable, if we're talking about the F1 series, was. Ford had started right after World War II a, not really, a, I guess you call it a partnership, but a working agreement with Marmon Harrington. Mm-hmm. And from an off-road standpoint, you could not order an F-Series four-wheel drive from the factory in 48, 49, but you could order through your Ford dealer a Marmon Harrington four-wheel drive conversion. Yeah. And so the F-Series has always been, quote-unquote, available as a 4x4 truck. Yeah, and it looks like it says that the, the Marmon Harrington thing was available until 1959. Yeah, so that's Ford, I yeah. think, in 57 on the half-ton started offering the four-wheel drive from the no, factory. I'm sure I've got that somewhere here. Y- so you have to. I mean, this is a 4x4 show, John. Yeah, there's, there's so much here, dude. <laughs> yeah. I highlighted a few things to go over. 
And uh, yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll see how much of that we even get to. Okay, well, fair, fair enough. Um, so. There's a lot. We had thrown out there the invite a couple of podcasts ago, a couple different mm-hmm. podcasts where we said, hey, if anybody wants to come on and talk to us about the Ford F-Series because they're even more knowledgeable than us or something yeah. on there. We didn't have anybody take us up on that. Bummer. We had. I'm disappointed in you guys. Well, yeah, there, <laughs> we we had some people do that, work. that commented on. <laughs> on some of our YouTube or not our YouTube, our Facebook posts mm-hmm. with pictures of their collections, things like that. But we didn't have anybody that said they'd really like to come on. Bummer. Well, well it's a bummer. It's all but good. It happened. Yeah. At the same point, yeah. you know, our reach is still getting out there. Oh, yeah. We're still building. But you know, so so okay. So going back to this Ford. Uh, after the F F one was it the F two the F three is that what they actually called them? I believe yeah it was F one through F eight basically, oh. and that that went into some of the bigger ones the the two ton yeah was one called a big job oh my god I didn't notice that no the big jobs yeah the gross vehicle weight rating and that's twenty to twenty two thousand pounds yeah I Good think Lord. you could get a diesel in the big jobs couldn't you uh, don't recall on maybe that the, maybe the later one. I, I do know as a little bit of an F-Series, um, I guess, trivia here, that some of the largest gasoline V8 engines of all time that were on, in an on-road vehicle, not a military vehicle, mm-hmm. but an on-road vehicle, were in the F-Series, some of the commercial chassis. Yeah. They had gasoline V8 engines in the 60s that were over 600 cubic inches. Mm. Just wow. yeah, some crazy high torque. Wow. Yeah, high torque. Um, you know, just low RPM. That's insane. Big block engines. And, Good lord. <laughs> yeah, uh, an old friend of mine actually used to have a. I want to say it was a '63 or '64 Ford dual axle dump truck that had one of those biggest That's engines. That's cool. In it. And he said it got about five miles a gallon. Oh, I believe just, it. You know, it's just, but it would go <laughs> it takes all day three long. Three quarters of the power just to rotate the engine. Probably. Yeah. Uh, you know, we don't necessarily have to do this step by step by step whole history of the Fords. Let's talk. And I know you're not a huge Ford family. In fact, is your is your family besides like the Lincoln Town Car you had? Have they ever had an F Series truck that you know of? Not that I know of. The closest I think we've ever come to that is the eight eight axle under my Project XJ. Okay, <laughs> that I'm aware of. I I don't think there's ever anything bigger than that. Okay, I got so. you. Well. I'm. I will tell you my my introduction to the F series mm-hmm. trucks, and how I got involved in them. And technically, my very first four by four ever was an F series. Yeah, nice. My dad and I were out working one day, and there was a very clean seventy eight F one fifty extended cab four by four for sale. Nice, and it had a bad engine. It had a rod okay. knock. And this would have been, I want to say, mid-90s. Okay. I was just driving as well. Dad needed a, a new work truck for his business. Mm-hmm. And we bought this thing for pennies on the dollar because it had a bad engine. Yeah. It ran and drove, but it had a, it had a rod knock. Yeah, I traded a case of beer for a Jeep like that once. Okay, so <laughs> Dad said, oh, we'll have an engine put into this mm-hmm. thing. So we bought it. We drove Wait, it Wait, you didn't do the engine? Hear me out. I'll okay. tell you the story of this. Okay. So it was 78 F-150. <laughs> so we ended up buying this thing, drove mm-hmm. it back to the house. Dad's business kind of went a different direction. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it was a money thing or whatever. The truck didn't get touched for about six months. 
He Typical says, project. Yeah. He <laughs> says to me, hey, do you want the truck? Sure. So he gives me the truck. Mm-hmm. I take the truck, park it out at the farm, and I use it around there. Mainly, in fact, it had such a bad rod knock and the power was so bad on it that I, I could only get it to really move in far low. But I used it around <laughs> the farm hauling stuff. Yeah. N- didn't have it on the road at all. Okay. For about three years. Just Jeez. drove it around the farm. <laughs> knock, 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 knock. It had a 351M engine in it. Okay. Which we're going to talk about those in a minute, too. Mm. So it had 351M big block engine in it. Drove it around, drove it around. One day I had to pull something out that was stuck on the farm. I'm hammering it, hammering it, hammering it. Boom, the rod goes through the block. Nice. <laughs> that was the end of it. Nice. Sits there. So neighbor kid, a little bit later, comes over. He's like, hey, I'd really like that old F-150 you have. Can I buy this from you? Mm-hmm. Made a deal with him. He buys the truck. He turns around, drops a rebuilt engine in it, puts a lift kit on it, 35-inch nice. tires. Nice. Turns it into his daily driver. Nice. He leaves to go to college about two years later, mm-hmm. drives over. I saw him around town with a truck all the time. Yeah. Drives over and is like, hey, man, I'm going to sell the truck. Do you know anybody that's interested? I bought it back. Nice. So I ended up driving that. But at that point, in between, I had gotten my GMC Jimmy, my first wheel and rig, mm-hmm. my S15 Jimmy. But the F-150... I got back, and nice. I ended up driving that for a number of years. And when my kid, Preston, was a little kid, he used to call it the big green truck. We used to take that thing everywhere and drive around in it. And Did you still have that when I met you? Yeah. I seem to have a vague memory of that. Yeah, and then I uh, sold it or gave it to our buddy Lucas, who put a plow on it, used it at their shop. That might be where I've He seen converted it. it to a stick, put a four-speed in it, because yeah. it had an automatic when I had it. He put a four-speed in it. Mm-hmm. And... It it went around town. I mean, nice. It, it's had uh, a couple engines in it. My brother drove it up north, and he ended hmm. up uh, the something happened with the carburetor and it flooded the or fuel pump maybe. Ooh, flooded the whole engine, mm-hmm. washed out the rings. Ouch, <laughs> bearings and everything. That M motor that I'm talking about mm-hmm. came out. I think '77 was the first year for the M series. So I, I don't remember what what is the M. I know what the W is, but I don't well, remember the M. So there's the thing. That's part of the story. Okay. That's part of the story. <laughs> so many people will say the M stands for modified. I wouldn't have even figured now, that, but that's because I know what the W is. <laughs> here's the thing. Well, the W is Windsor. Yeah. C is Cleveland. Yeah, I forgot about the C. With the M series engine was a big block engine. Now, they had two in that two engines in that series. They had the 351M. And the 400M. Okay. There's a lot of people out there that, I'm just going to say it, are idiots. And they <laughs> think that because it says on the valve cover, it always they have the same valve covers, 351M slash 400M. They think they have a 400 that was modified from a 351. Oh. No, that's not the case. It's two different no. engines. There's a 351M. There's a 400M. Same valve cover. Now. That would be my read of that. <laughs> there is no conclusive anyone from Ford or anybody that has ever said the M definitely stands for this. Mm -hmm. However, a number of people who worked at Ford during the time that the M series came out said that they were casting engines at the Midland foundry. Okay. And 
it should stand for Midland. I would have figured something, a location, because that's what the other letters reference. The modified thing didn't just come out of nowhere. One of the automotive manuals, and I don't know if it was Chilton's or Haynes or something, mm-hmm. the same year or year after the M-Series came out, mistakenly printed it as a modified, oh. and they've been calling it that ever since. Wow. So there is no <laughs> such thing. You do not have a yeah. 351 modified or a 400 <laughs> modified. It, a true, a true, well, Midland may be a Midland, but More the fact likely. you have an M. That's what you have. You have yeah. an M. <laughs> true yeah. Ford truck guys know yeah. vintage and this is in the what they call the dent side Ford trucks, the mm-hmm. seventy three to seventy nine Ford trucks. Yeah, you don't have a modified. You That's you funny. might have a Midland, but you just called it an M. Just say I've got a three fifty one M or a four hundred M. I like that. I gotta remember that. So yeah, <laughs> I, I it's just it's it's a I it just bugs me. Yeah, I, I every time I'm on a forum or Facebook or something, and the thing is, so many of them. You know, if they just called a 351 modified or a 400 modified, I'm like, okay, I let I let it roll off my yeah. back these days. I didn't used to. Now I do. But if they go, I have a 351 400 modified. <laughs> Got to correct that. Well, which one do you have? Do you yeah. have the 351 or do you have the 400? Yeah. Well, it's both. No, no. <laughs> it's the cubic inch displacement. You have either a 351 yeah. or you have a 400. I don't even know if there'd be enough meat to practically make that happen. So, well, true. <laughs> The the interesting part about the 351 and 400 engine family mm. was this engine was designed to be the replacement for the Cleveland. It was going to be the next uh, hmm. like muscle car engine for yeah. Ford. It has very good breathing heads on it. It has a great cam profiles, but then that, that oil and gas crisis hit in the 70s, oh. and they ended up putting choking them with two-barrel carburetors, oh, derating them. But you can actually build an M series engine. Those up pretty nice. You can do great stuff yeah. with M series. They're they're really a forgotten engine. Yeah. So what a tangent we just got on. But yeah, that, that was that's what we do. That's what we do. <laughs> yeah. That was my first F series. But yeah. since then, I have had a eighty eight F three fifty with a four sixty four wheel drive. Nice. I've had the trying to think. Oh, I had the Centurion, which was the. I don't think I knew that. So the Centurion is. The where they took a four door F three fifty, cut the back off, welded a Bronco back on it. They made huh. a four door Bronco prior to the excursion and expedition existing. Built on an F three fifty chassis. Yes, dude. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're pretty cool. They built I think about nineteen hundred of them, if I remember okay. right. Uh, there was actually another company that did as well, but Centurion built the majority of them. Nice. Mine came out of New Jersey. I started to restore it. They were built very badly. They were oh. a lot of Bondo, a lot of... That's a shame. They look great, but they were, you, you know... You mentioned New Jersey, quick tangent side note. Yeah, go ahead. I So Project XJ, uh, I, I took the, the owner's manual auto glove box in the house. Yeah, bless me, whatever. Mm. <laughs> Says right on there, not to. It's like the mattress tag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. I, I was actually reading through there. I found the original dealership that sold it in New York City in uh, would have been probably 89. And I actually, just for kicks, I looked them up. The, it's a different name now, but they're still in business. Really? Yeah. And I, 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 you know, I'm just curious about this, man. But 
What uh, do you guys have sales records that go that far back? I'd love to try and track down the original owner of this thing. You might be able to. It. Well, I, I know it was purchased there and it went to Illinois at one point. Uh, we got it from a lady further up north here in Michigan, or northwest, more west than north. Regardless, we got it from Michigan, and then here it is now. So that, that's all I know history-wise about it. Huh. But yeah, I just it's thought you mentioned New Jersey popped into my mind. Oh, there, no, that's cool. That's cool, man. No, I, that's I thought it was cool. Yeah, but yeah. Well, we've gotten on a huge, huge tangent <laughs> here. How about we take a little break? We get kind of re-combobulated uh, and good. we uh, get back on track. Get back on track, yeah. and we'll start talking about some Fords more. Sounds good. See you in a minute. Hey, it sounds like it's time to swap out that old engine for something better, John. Yeah, man, but I have so much into my trans and transfer case set up already. I don't want to change those two. Sounds like you need to call Quick Draw Brand Adapters. They specialize in conversion bell housings for nearly all diesel and gasoline engines, including the new 2.8R Cummins. You know, I like weird engines, though. I want something different. Then you definitely need to visit quickdrawbrand.com today. They have those hard-to-find parts... They also have used diesel engines available. You can call them at 513-446-9654. Cool, I'll do that. See what they have. Thanks. So getting back on track with the Ford <laughs> F-Series here, John, I, we were talking a little bit about kind of some personal stories. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what we're going to end up doing here with this episode because, like you said, there's just way too much to try to cover the entire history oh, yeah. of the Ford F-Series. And we really wouldn't do it justice. So this is more of we're doing. So I, I kind of gloss over. Yeah, we're not. Apo- <laughs> I, I would say we're apologizing. I mean, we're not really apologizing. I know we kind of promised we were going to do a, a history episode for these. Well, I, I mean, I got a lot of points I can go over here. If you've got some, so, l- why don't you hit? And maybe I can comment on them or I can ask you yeah, some questions. Uh, if you've got something that's, you know, go yeah, ahead, John. Roll there. What do you got? So the one of the, the first major changes was in the second generation of them. They switched or expanded to the three-number series. We, we kind of already covered a little bit of that. They went from the F-123, you know, the F-100. Um, actually, it's got it right here, the F-100. Yeah, would be the Three-quarter ton F-250, the one-ton F-350. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. I thought, if I remember, that the very first time they came out, with the three letter series or the three number series, that the F one hundred was two wheel drive and the F one fifty was four wheel drive. But then they quickly dropped that, and that the F one hundred could be available with four wheel drive, and the F one fifty could be two and four wheel drive. See if this has a note on that other page here about. That. I could be I completely off and mistaken on that too. I that seems I'm just digging way way back yeah. in the archival mind of Keith of Wheel and Radio. That's a deep dark place yeah, it really is it really is and of the museum of off-road adventure yeah you know uh, t- 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 i don't i don't see it on a quick search okay. here i said there's tremendous amounts of information yeah so, but anyway so they switched to the yeah, typical the f-, f series that we know and love yep. today yeah. well to the f-100 it didn't change to the f-150 i don't remember where that note was okay but uh, so again, the third generation, we covered that a little bit around 59, they started doing the in-house production of four wheel drive. Okay. 
So 59. I thought it was 57. 59. Yeah. That sounds it, right. It could have been in there. It was around that range. Okay. The, this, well, basically what you're saying is they switched from it was, using Marmon Harrington kits to in-house yeah, with it using Yeah, it was during Axis that and, third generation of 1957 to 1960. Yeah. So the, the fourth generation, this was kind of a, an interesting thing. The, the So the fourth generation, 61 to 66... They offered an optional unibody design. Yeah, the so that, cab and bed were integrated one piece. I was actually going to bring those up. They're they're really yeah. interesting, and that was an option, or was that like a? It couple? was an option. They offered the traditional body, the separate and concurrently. See, with I never it. knew so that. I thought it was like a couple years were the unibody, and a couple years were not. The again, this you know, it's internet information that no, I'm no, coming no. across okay. with this. I, so it's I never really. Yeah, I had a buddy that was really into those. Uh, he ran a body shop, and he really loved the unibody ones. Mm-hmm. He actually loved all of that series. Yeah. And he would build custom ones. Nice. So, you know, but that, those are really interesting, the unibody. On the, I would love to see one. I, I didn't actually. There's old archival footage maybe you should find, and if I find yeah. it, I'll throw it up on 4x4 Talk mm-hmm. on Facebook. They're, they're where they took one of the unibody ones, and they drop it, I think, out of a C-130 Ah. Isn't that what they're called? C-130s? One of the yeah. military planes? Yeah, cargo yeah. plane. Yep. They drop it from a, a height of like maybe 60 feet or something, and this thing just bounces and doesn't bend in half. Nice. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I found cool. a picture on it on one of the pages. That is pretty cool. They're neat looking. I always yeah. I always thought that that was a interesting thing, though, because as your bed rusts out or gets beat up, it's really not replaceable. No. Because <laughs> it's part of the body. It's, it's, so the, the picture that's here, and if my computer cooperates... It does look like at least the sides of it. I don't really want to call it a quarter pane. I'll call it a bedside. Yeah. Quote unquote. Looks. I mean, there's a seam there. Whether it's put together a spot welds or bolted up, I it's, couldn't tell it's, you. It goes all the way into the cab. That's cool. Yeah, they're they're like an El Camino or a Ranchero. Yeah. So that's neat though. So that was in the '60s, and then the '70s is when we started to get the. The first, the bump side. Ah, actually, it was that the sixth generation was the F one hundred and fifty. Okay. So it was 1975 that was introduced to differentiate between the the F one hundred and the two hundred and fifty, um, more or less to avoid certain emissions control stuff. Oh, okay. So it was so not was a two wheel drive, four wheel drive thing. I, I can't say for certain, but that's huh. what the, again what I'm coming across. That's what it's saying. Gotcha. So, I, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> yeah. And you mentioned the Bronco earlier. Also in 78, the Bronco was redesigned to become a variant of the F-Series trucks. Yeah. So, so that's why then on you get a lot of those interchangeable parts. Yeah, 78 was the first year of the full-size Bronco, 78 and 79 right yeah. there. That's in what they call the bump side. I'm sorry, the dent side. Okay. So that's the, like you said, you had, I think it was what, 68 or 69, the bump side f-series came out and the belt line around the middle of the vehicle bumped out it was like a concave just a sheet mm. metal thing they did those have been called for years bump side forks yeah. when they redesigned the f-series for the 73 model year they only did very minor geometrical changes now nothing directly interchanges sheet metal wise with them mm-hmm. You know, everything's just slightly different, but it's still the same size, same, very obvious a Ford truck. It wasn't yeah. like they just went off deep end and, you know, completely redesigned the thing, yeah. built a cyber truck or something, you know. <laughs> uh, so they went to a what they called the, the dent side at that point. They mm-hmm. took that concave, they went out, and now they went in with it. They went from an outie belly button to an innie belly button. <laughs> and nice. that's become one of the most popular 
series of Ford trucks ever. The also from a collector standpoint, the crew cabs. Ford. A lot of people don't know that Ford did not build an in-house crew cab until 1980. Really? Yeah. Hmm. But Ford crew cabs exist all the way back to the 30s. Yeah. And the reason is outside outfitters would make crew cabs. Okay. Now, Ford in the late 1950s started realizing there was definitely a market for crew cabs. Mm -hmm. And so what they started doing is they started doing authorized body people that would you know, make these crew cabs. Nice. Eventually, Ford of Canada started doing this for Ford Motor Company yeah. out of the United States. They would hmm. ship Ford chassis with a Ford regular cab cab on it up to Ford of Canada. Hmm. Ford of Canada would then cut them in half. They would have their own stamped rear doors, mm-hmm. roof panels, things like that. As you know, I've had a number of the 73 to 79 Ford yeah. crew cab trucks. There was those there was either 2500 or 3500 built. That's a small number. <laughs> this is from what I've read in the past. Yeah. But what's known is that Amtrak purchased like 25 or 1000 of them or something like hmm. that. They purchased 500 uh flatbed F350s. And 500 shortbed nice. F-250s. Nice. What they don't know is if the crew cab production, the ones that were sold to Amtrak, is included in the civilian models or not. That's, uh, that's why a lot of the sources out there say 25 or 3,500. Nobody's gotcha. really sure. Because when you do a title search or a VIN search on them, it doesn't mm-hmm. come back as a crew cab because it was originally a regular gotcha. cab truck. They were sent up before the cab. No, what's funny, the 73 to 79s, mm-hmm. when you look at those, you can almost tell that made on a Friday versus made on a Wednesday <laughs> because yeah. the rear door gaps don't always oh. line up. It's it's funny the way that, that they, is, were, they were put together. I, so. I love how there's those stories of the, the homemade on a Friday thing. And yeah. it's so true. It, it's so funny. <laughs> there really is. It yeah. really can be. Yeah. You know, so... That's just another interesting side note on those crew cabs. But then in 80, they started officially making them in U.S. plants for nice. crew cab trucks. Yeah, that so the, the that was the next generation, the seventh gen. They did the first ground-up redesign since 1965 on them. You're talking for 1980? Yeah. Yep, the, the 8886. It was redesigned, all-new chassis, and a larger body. And, and it was a sad day at Ford. Why? You don't know what happened in 1980? Hold on, that might be lower down on my list here. In ni- uh, I can just tell you. Is it going to be bad news? In 1984, dropped the solid axle from their truck line. Oh, I actually didn't have that on here. Yeah. <laughs> There's, I've got another really okay, sad all, one coming up. All though. Ford 4x4s were solid axle till 1979. In, I didn't realize in that. In 1980, they dropped the solid axle completely. Aw. In 1986, the F350 came back with a Dana 60 solid axle in the front. Nice. And the TTB independent front suspension in the F250 hmm. all the way up to 1997. Nice. Then when the Super Duty came back in 1999, we had solid axles in the 250 and 350, and it's been that way ever since. Nice. So, yeah, uh, Ford, very dark days in what they call the Bullnose series of Fords mm-hmm. because they have kind of a, they, they didn't quite look like the dent side. They looked, they kind of like a bullnose, you know? They yeah. had this kind of like stout, you know, bulldog front end on them. 
1980 to 1986. They should have no- learned from, uh, what has that been at the time? Was it AMC? I don't remember now. With the the commandos. Oh, when they changed the front and they didn't work. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. That's one of those things in history. They'll do it here. It fails. They do it here. It comes back. Well, you know, the the funny thing, do you remember when Palm Pilots first came out? Oh, my God. I haven't heard that term in like 30 (laughs) years. Um, I actually have one. Okay. You ever hear of the wizard? It was either Wizard or Mr. Wizard? Yes. That predated that in like the 80s. -hmm. Complete and total flop. Oh, geez. Nobody liked it. Everybody hated it. And even now, I don't remember what they called it. Uh, you've heard of MSN, the yeah, the internet. I mean, I don't. Well, it was internet at one time. Regardless, oh, they actually oh, had a I smartwatch the at stuff one they time. Put on Chinese food. Oh, that's MSM, or no, no that's MSG. Yeah, okay. Right. MSM at something else. All right. Uh, no, they actually came out with a smartwatch in like the nineties, I think. And again, total flop. Huh? And you look at that now. There you go. <laughs> yeah crazy oh yeah well anyway so to me dark dark days mm-hmm. i think they're a decent looking truck the 80 to 86s but yeah. no solid axle is for me well here, here's another nice thing is i know we're both kind of diesel fans in 83 they added diesel to the f series through their partnership with the international harvester which later became navistar and it was 83 to present all the heavier duty f series trucks uh were all usually equipped with the diesel engine yep yeah, they started out with a six nine, uh, naturally aspirated, went to a seven yeah. three naturally aspirated, and then to a seven three turbo. Probably one of the most important things or evolutions in the design of Ford, I would say, happened in that series of trucks as well. What's that? They added the blue oval to the center of the grill. Really? Yep. That was that year that uh, that happened to the bulldozers. That generation of them, yeah. <laughs> I did not. You're correct, because <laughs> I never thought of that. My 78, 79 Fords, and I had a bunch of those. I've probably owned 20 of those I over gotta, the years. i got to follow back. They said Ford across the hood. Yep. And then when they went to the bullnose, you got the blue oval yep. and the grill. I did not. Now, there's a great trivia question. <laughs> when we do Wheels in the Woods, which, by the way, I, I'm not going to do an official announcement right now, okay. but we've been looking at everything, and it sure looks like the second Saturday in October is going to be the date of it. Sounds good. So uh, we will do an official annou- announcement very soon. Sounds good. But we're going to start talking about Wheels in the Woods again, and that's our 4x4, our annual show yeah. that we do through the museum. I like it. I'll be there again And we year. do a trivia contest. <laughs> uh, this last year, we, we, we actually have done it every year. The first year, we did a tri- an impromptu one. Mm-hmm. We did an official trivia contest last yeah, year. Yeah, I couldn't play. It was sad. a lot of fun. <laughs> but I think that's a great a great trivia question, is when did the Blue Oval uh, go to the grill on the F-Series? And you're oh. saying it's 1980. Yeah, I, I save all these notes on here. Good. So whenever that time comes, I can start digging through this. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I got a couple others and a follow-up note to a question you brought up earlier. So 80, 1983 marked the final year of the F-100. Okay. And I don't know why this note's so much further down the list than what I found. The 1980 to 83 F-100 was never offered in four-wheel drive. Okay. So the F-100 was only ever a two-wheel drive. So that might have been the error that I was thinking of with that. Yeah. Okay, makes sense. So then, uh, and then also that series was the first one to offer power mirrors, power windows, and power door locks. Okay. <laughs> All right. And I can't go to the next. Oh, there we go. <laughs> yeah. I, my 
Word's been locking up bad. So now know. we're going to go to the next series. So you're talking the 87. Yep, 87 to 91. They call the Brick Nose. Yeah, the eighth generation. Eighth generation. That's the Brick Nose. Now, I've owned a couple of those. Mm-hmm. And the one that I had was the F350, uh, the one that, or the one that I drove the most. I had an F350, okay. a regular cab, eight-foot bed, 460 gas, big block in it. Got a solid, solid, solid about seven miles a gallon. <laughs> no matter what I did with it, whether I was nice. towing with it, driving with it, it was about seven miles a gallon with that 460 EFI big block. Now, was that with an auto or a manual transmission? It had a that? C6 three speed auto, unfortunately. That's I really wish. Now, mind you, though, that was a great deal for me because I had a Dana 60 Dodge front axle for sale. Mm hmm. Guy literally traded me the whole running driving truck for, nice. and it had a Dana 60 in it as well. Nice, a better one, the high pinion Dana 60. So That's awesome. <laughs> so I got the whole truck. I threw some 36 TSL Swampers on it that I had, nice, and I drove it pretty regularly until I sank it at the Mounds Off Road Park. Nice. That's the one. I don't know if I've ever shown you the pictures, but I sank it in the back hole at the mounds, and mud was coming through the... I had Preston with me. He was like <laughs> two, three years old, two mm-hmm. or three years old. He's in a car seat, Uh-oh. and mud and water is coming out of the dashboard. <laughs> and he's like, I've not seen that. Yeah, and he's like, Dad! Out now, out <laughs> dead now. You know that's funny. So yeah, and the engine got. No, I, I gotta ask: Is it sad or is it awesome that some of your kids' first words are, you know, evacuate the vehicle now? Well, true, true. <laughs> I'd think it's kind of awesome. Yeah, it was. There pretty is awesome. probably somebody organization somewhere three letter abbreviation probably wouldn't appreciate it. <laughs> I, I, you know, let me do a shout out to I, an old wheel and buddy. And I know there's a number of people that listen to this podcast that would know who I'm talking about. Jim Kitson. Here I was back part of the mounds. I did fortunately trailer the F three fifty there with my old Silverado at the That's time. Lucky. <laughs> and I, it was a whole trip where I didn't have my rig ready. Ah. The F three fifty was my shop truck, but it had thirty sixes on it. I went <laughs> yeah. tooling around. Yeah, I sunk it in this hole. Anyways, I'm back there. Jim Kitson says I'm going to tow you out to the parking lot, mm-hmm. and he had a YJ with a small block Chevy in it. And I love it. I it love was, it. <laughs> and he's just hammering and pulling this big one ton truck out of there. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure that he had some later on transmission and axle damage <laughs> that kind of like reared its head from doing yeah. that. And uh, forever grateful for getting my beat up old truck out of there. But I, I tried to pull a big uh, loaded down semi with sand in it once. Mm. I, I bent the hitch, but I got him out. <laughs> oh, geez. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's why I blew the engine. Anyways. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the, those are the brick noses. Uh, yeah. I missed my brick nose. I did put another engine in it. Nice. And I ended up selling it years later. Oh, but. Yeah. So there's, there's some interesting manual transmission um, in, well, evolutions of those years. ZF5. Yeah. Uh, that was the first year of the five-speed manual overdrive being offered. Yep. It was 1987. The four speeds were discontinued as standard equipment, but were available as a customer option until 89. Yes. So, uh, and then I don't know if we want to get into the ninth gen or it looks like it's about time here. Come back in a minute. Sure, we'll come back. Sounds good. Puppies are cute. Spiders are not. Spiders are creepy and ugly. But what will you do? 
you will call ABC Home and Commercial Services. The Spider Fighters can service your home for these unwelcome guests. ABC Spider Fighters will provide the solution for your spiders, wasps, box elder bugs, Asian lady beetles, cluster flies, and all your visiting insects. Call now for a prepaid discount. ABC Home and Commercial, the Spider Fighters. 810-794-5678. Before the break, John, I think we had gotten up to the 8th. Ninth generation? Just finished the eighth, starting the ninth. Okay. So we're starting the ninth. To me, that was kind of dark days again. I got some reasons (laughs) for that. But uh, tell us, what do you know about the ninth generation of the Ford F-Series? Well, in 93 is when we got the SVT Lightning. Okay, those are cool. Yeah. Those are cool. I do like (laughs) those. I've seen a few of those. Those had a factory. Was a McCullough Supercharger on them? I remember reading about that, and I don't see where it is. So, okay. I think. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they had a factory supercharger on them. They were pretty cool trucks. When I was in high school in the 90s, if you were a Ford guy and you were a, a fast Ford truck guy, you wanted a Lightning. They're cool. I've yeah. seen one at the dealership, and I don't remember if it was that or the later variant of it. Yeah. And it had but. to be the, the... So the SVT Lightning was the one that actually had the cool stuff yeah, in it. They did make a stand... Specially tuned performance. Yeah, they made a regular Lightning that was yeah. just a body package, basically. Yep. So the SVT Lightning, I remember one kid driving around town and one, maybe it was his dad's, who knows, mm-hmm. uh, but a sweet truck. Yeah. And, you know. A little over 11,000 were produced from 93 to 95 on those. Okay. Uh, this is probably a big year for you. I know you. We're, we're going to get up to this part in a second, but ninety four point five, the seven three was introduced. Well, no, the the seven three Power Stroke was introduced. Yes, yes. I'm sorry because uh, before then it was the seven three IDI, and it was yeah. Basic, my bad. Yeah, it was. I basic, probably should have read the rest of it. First. It was basically the same block and heads and all that, yeah. but. The 7.3 Power Stroke was the old IDI that now had a different injection system and yeah. a turbocharger. My bad on that. Yeah. That's all right. That's all right. And I'm not like... That's a, why we're two people. Yeah, well, that's true. I'm not... Well, no, we're one person. If you're listening to this podcast, it's just one dude like Jeff Dunham who does two different voices. You know, we, I have a few karaoke songs I can sing, and I can do that. <laughs> Toby Keith and Willie Nelson, I can do both parts of it. Okay, all right. Well... So yeah, no, I you know, and I'm not. I've owned a number seven threes. I'm not this big seven three guru though. I'm still learning about them every day. Yeah, but uh, the seven three, like you said, ninety four and a half. You can mm-hmm. get the seven three Power Stroke. Which, so let me pose this question to you then. Sure. This one I've got here: the ninety seven F two fifty HD with that seven three Power Stroke is listed as the rarest and most desirable of these ninth generation Fords. Okay. You said the 97 HD? Yeah, the 250 HD with the 7.3. I don't know why. I mean... I don't know either. It didn't expand on that. Yeah, I mean, I I think I know what you're talking about, but I mean... Yeah. Okay. It is what it is. Yeah. Uh, Interesting trivia, or not trivia thing, but in 1996 was the first year... And the only year of that style of Ford that you could get a crew cab short bed truck. But why? I hate short beds with a passion. They, I know, I'm not a big fan <laughs> I either. Hate them. But they discontinued that in 1979 was the mm-hmm. last year you could get a crew cab short bed. Yeah. And then for 1996, it came back for the last year hmm. of that body style. And then 
that was yeah. the end of it. So if you see one of those gone on the road, you know it's a 96. Yeah. <laughs> well, I get, so the next set. But uh, I, before we get into the next generation, mm-hmm. though, there's one big pet peeve that I need oh. to face about the ninth generation. Okay. You've seen it on social media. Probably. I'm sure. You're on a lot of the same pages I am mm-hmm. and, and other things. Stop calling the ninth generation Ford F series OBS Fords. I've never heard that. You haven't heard it? I don't th- well, what does the OBS stand uh, for first? For whatever reason, probably about five years ago is the first time I saw this. And mm-hmm. mind you, I've been in Ford trucks for twenty something years. Yeah. People started calling the it started out calling the 80, 1980 to 1997. They blocked them all together and they called them OBS Fords. Now, lately, it's been the 92 to 97s. They're calling the okay. OBS Fords for old body style. Oh, God. If it is an old body style, it's going to be either the previous generation or a Model T Ford truck would be the old body style. <laughs> And yeah. I'm getting really sick of people calling it OBS Ford. It's an OBS Ford. You know, there's, there, yeah. call it by what it is. It's either a ninth generation or called a 92 to 97 yeah. or called a brick nose, a bull nose, you know, the, these loving nicknames that we have. Yeah. But OBS is too confusing of a moniker to put on oh, there. Agreed. Because you could think, you could say a 78, 79 is an old body style. No, I do recall this actually coming up with customers at AutoZone, I think. They come in and say, I've got an OBS Ford or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and it's it's just a it's a stupid I, thing to call them. I didn't mean that, that place name where I used to work. Can you, you can bleep that, Andrew. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> uh, you know, there is, it's just, yeah. come up with something better. Yeah, yeah. Come up with something better. And that's basically what it is, is because, and, I, and I'm almost thinking that these flat bill hat monster energy drink wearing, or mo- what's that? Kyle's. Kyle's. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm kind of thinking that they felt a little jealous that you know you had the bull nose and then the brick nose Fords, and they figured that their generation, since it's lumped in, the cab's <laughs> the same, the bed's yeah. basically the same. They're like, well, our 92 to 97s have got to be something, so let's call them an OBS. <laughs> you know, whatever. It's stupid. Yeah. Stop calling them that. Yeah. It is such a millennial thing to call them. Agreed. No. Well, try to get you back off topic. I know we got <laughs> something special for this generation here, but I got a few things I'll throw out real quick. So the they made a decision in the tenth generation, so ninety seven to four, to kind of push the F one fifty as a contemporary vehicle for personal use, and they're pushing the two fifties and three fifties more for work base. Well, yeah, so 97, uh, the F-150 was designed by Ford of Canada. Mm-hmm. They were extremely rust-prone, a lot mm-hmm. of engine problems, a lot of body problems. They call them the egg a lot of times because <laughs> they're an egg-shaped kind of body. Nice. Uh, that's, not a, that's not a nickname that has stuck, but a lot of people do say it's the egg. Yeah. And I think that was, what, 97 to 03 for the F-150, something like that. Should have been well. That one's the 04. 04, yeah, so, yeah. For, so the yeah, so and that was. But what's interesting that was when they first divorced the F one fifty from the two fifty three fifty line. Yeah, that was that. 
That's yeah. what you were starting. Yeah. To, okay, that's what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, that's they kind of separated it, geared that more towards customer. Yes. Day to day people versus your work crowd. Well, you know, it's funny you mention that because my kids, their uh, maternal grandparents, bought a '97 F one fifty brand new. Nice. They had ordered it. At, they also owned a '96 F one fifty, which would be the old square body, mm-hmm. you know, OBS, <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> So they had this this uh, this this square body Ford, and they ordered this brand new ninety seven, mm. and they went to go pick it up, and he, their grandpa was like, um, "That's a Ranger." <laughs> They're like, "No, it's the F one fifty. It's the new F one fifty. He's like, uh, "No," because <laughs> it did. It looked smaller. It was more sleek, yeah. and that's funny. <laughs> yeah. So he, he was not real happy. Um, they were not very happy. They only got sixty two thousand miles out of it before the engine oh, blew up. Oh, jeez. Yeah, it was not a... Well, they should have looked at this one then. This one came out in 99. Uh, the SVT Lightning came back. Oh, This sure. one with an Eaton supercharger. That put its output up to 360 horsepower until 2001. Then it was 380. Ah. Uh, around 28,000 of those were made up till 04. Okay. Right, and then maybe the, that's the supercharger I was thinking of. That could be, yeah. yeah. So this is the last note I have on this section, and we can get to the other thing. The the front body work of the Navigator and SUV. Oh, I said that totally backwards. The gist of it, uh, the Ford Blackwood. Or Lincoln Blackwood. Lincoln Blackwood, yeah. yeah. It was the first it was one of the first F series attempts at Ford's attempt with the F series I mm-hmm. guess I'm saying that incorrectly but I said a note wrong anyway <laughs> to try to specifically go to a very narrow market yeah thinking that they would have a good set do you yeah. know the market they were going for that I don't on that I know they discontinued it in 2002 <laughs> so at the time the Lincoln Blackwood, was marketed specifically to black golf players. Ha! That was the idea. And I did not know it, that. It was mainly golfers in general, mm-hmm. but they were trying because there was a lot of black people that were buying um, Lincolns, mm-hmm. and you know, Tiger Woods was huge at the time. Yeah. And so they decided that they wanted to do this, even though Tiger Woods was with Buick. They, I remember the advertisers at the time was like, you can put your golf clubs in the back of this thing. <laughs> and, you know, and it was always some black guy going and yeah. just putting these in. I don't know. I know man. they dropped it in 02. It did not have good sales. It had terrible sales. I will say this, though. We had one of those at one of my prior places of employment. Oh, my God. Taco Bell. Yeah. No, no. Oh. <laughs> Car dealer. Oh, okay. That thing was beautiful. Was it? Oh, my God. And they had I, a carpeted bed on the inside, yeah. you know. That's so weird. Yeah, man. it was nice. Such a weird the, thing. So the one thing nice I wanted. Nice carpeted bed. I liked it. It looked sharp. Man. Okay, it it, they are sharp looking. The Now, this this is one of my favorite details about this. I love the color, and I wonder if this ever dated back, or why they did this for some grand scheme of things, dated back to the original, you know, what Henry Ford said. This is only available in black. Yeah, the Blackwood was only in black. Yeah, and I just I wonder if that has any tie-in to what he used to say back then, or if it was just incidental. I, I could see that. it. I could see it. Yeah, it was. It was. It was an odd. Yeah, a lot of that stuff was then. Yeah, it, it was just an odd part of history. <laughs> yeah. So I guess finishing out, and you said that it actually spans a couple of generations, but technically, the Ford Super Duty 
Well, no, there is the new new Ford Super Duties now, but the Ford mm-hmm. Super Duty that came out in 1999 and had a nice long run to 2016 with some minor e- upgrades, engine changes, front end sheet metal changes. Mm-hmm. Pretty much the same truck though. So for almost 20 years, the Ford Super Duty comes out. Essentially, I, I didn't get too much into those. I just kind of more went for the quote unquote F-150 series and a lot of looking on here. Yeah. Uh, I've got some stuff a little bit further down if we even get to it. Okay. So I know you had another topic you wanted to get into real quick. Well, I want to here, talk so. briefly about the Ford Excursion. Sounds and good. I want to bring on my daughter, Abby. That works. And I want to ask her a little bit about the old excursions and things that like works. that. Well, we'll take a quick second here and switch over. Well, yeah, she can just come over here. I'll be right back. Yeah. So <laughs> we're, we're going to interview Miss Abby here a little bit. And she's going to be on YouTube, of course, and she's going to be famous and... Yeah, put on your headphones there, kid. You got to get close like I am to the microphone here. Okay. So uh, this is Abby Codette. Um, hi, YouTube world. I, she's looking at John's computer here, and she's looking at me, and she doesn't know what to say. But you have, you might even be too old now to remember this, but do you remember when I had that orange Jeep? Yes. You do. Okay. And do you remember what you used to tell me when we went out to Florida in the orange Jeep? No. No, you don't remember? No. You were like, you need to get another excursion, Dad. I did? You did. Because remember we had the white excursion years ago? Yeah. Yeah, and then you were like, okay, um, you didn't like my Jeep at all. And you told me you wanted another excursion. So now maybe you don't like the excursion anymore, but what was the reason back then that you liked the excursions? Had more room. Had more room. What else? Anything else? No. No. <laughs> what about the reclining seats? The, the middle row seats that recline? That too. That too? Yeah. You you're, you don't know what to say, do you? No. No? We'll bring you on sometime to talk about something you know a lot about. Like maybe making cupcakes or Funko Pops or something like that, right? I don't know. We, do we put you on the spot? Yeah. All right. Give the headphones back to John. Thank you for coming on the show. <laughs> so we were just going to talk to uh, to Miss Abby there for a second. She kind of talked me into getting another excursion, and I, <laughs> you know, I I still drive Project Excursion every day now. But um, that's that super duty line i've had the super duty truck i've had the excursions i'm a big fan of obviously <laughs> yeah they uh well you know the 250 350 like you said they're very commercial in yeah. a way uh even though they're not commercial vehicles per se yeah. but they have solid axles very heavy duty frames yes. very good tow ratings solid easy to work on <laughs> yeah i actually read um i want to say it was in peterson's four and off road mm-hmm. uh rest in peace um but uh, I think I read a couple of years ago, somebody said in there, one of the authors said something along the lines of the Ford Super Duty is like a good hammer. There's no, you can upgrade maybe the handle or make it a little more ergonomic, but it still does the same thing and it's still a very effective tool. That's, I, I'm not going to scroll up, but I believe it was 1977 forward. It's been the best selling truck. Yeah, yeah, they have. And, you know, what's funny is I have been a huge GM car guy fan Mm -hmm. for years, 
But when it comes to my pickup trucks, my work trucks, I love my Ford trucks because yeah. they are simple, easy to work on, heavy duty. Oh, yeah. I can beat the living snot out of them. And you do. <laughs> I do. Well, you know, I mean, with GM going to, to IFS in yeah. 1991 and just, uh, you know, I like my solid axle. I like yeah. something that's, that's as simple as it can be. And I will probably drive a Ford Super Duty truck of some sort for a long, long time here. Yeah. Of course, you know somebody gives me a smoking deal on something else. You know, oh yeah, all that stuff comes up. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, so you had more notes on this on the Super Duty. Well, basically, yeah, the '99 to now. What do you? Got? I didn't get into a lot of those ones. There's there's some notes further down here. Okay, uh, I can try. And there's one we need to bring up though, but that we'll do that towards the end. I think I had them in this one. What? Dude, I have got 17 pages open on this thing. Okay, yeah, we need to learn to like. Yeah. Funnel it down and ah, I don't think you can. Here we yeah. go. Here's heavy duty. Uh, the only thing I highlighted was outside North America, Ford builds the Ford Cargo and Ford F Max. What are those? I have no idea. Oh, <laughs> um, this jo- is under the heavy duty trucks. A little bit of Johnny of Orange stuff though. Here, a little trivia. Ford, like all of our truck manufacturers, did give up something that's near and dear to your heart. 2010 was the last year you get a manual transmission in the Ford F series. Yep, they also dropped the floor side bed. Yeah. Yeah, I saw in the F one fifty. Yeah. I I did highlight that. That was generation twelve, the 09 to fourteen series. But uh not yeah. that it makes it any better, but have you seen what Ford is doing for twenty twenty with the Super Duty series? I have not yet, no. The Ford Tremor. Have you seen those? I don't think so. I've seen no. a couple on the road now. Really? It is okay. the Ford Super Duty. So you got your Dana 60 front, your whatever they're using for a rear end now. <laughs> I don't know if they're still using Sterlings or maybe they're using Dana 80s or who knows. Yeah. But solid axles front and rear, selectable lockers. Oh. And I believe the Tremor also gets a winch in it. Now, huh. here's another thing about the Tremor. The Tremor comes stock mm. with the new 7.3 liter gasoline big block v8 it's not a diesel engine but you can also get it with a 6.7 diesel it is a oh. direct competitor to the dodge power wagon which is only available in gas that that swings me a little more this way <laughs> that's what i'm <laughs> saying like man so <laughs> yeah. yeah and some cool color combinations oh, yeah. and i just i love them i've seen yeah. a couple of them I'm hoping in a few years I can find a nice used one somewhere mm-hmm. for a reasonable price. Um, the Ford Tremor is probably the first new vehicle that I've really salivated over in a long yeah. time. Just the fact that they they took their already awesome platform and did some of the off-roader stuff to it, so it comes from the factory with mm-hmm. it, to me is pretty cool. Well, I'm, I'm going to back up for one more, because that, that's your, I guess it'd be your 13th generation, yeah. so 2015 and now. This Gen 12, 09 to 14, probably one of the biggest... Actually, I'm sorry. This is in the 13th generation. The biggest, most significant changes, I think, in any truck manufacturing. Maybe I'm wrong. Since they began, they switched to aluminum body panels. Well, yeah, that was for 2017. Yeah, massive weight reduction yeah. on it, better fuel mileage. Now, in the Ford <laughs> Super Duty, though, 11 to 16 was the first time that they were fully divorced from international for their engine designs. Ford, all going the, over that at one point. the 6.7 Power Stroke 
was designed entirely in-house by Ford. Nice. I, I remember talking about that yeah. a little bit. Yeah. The 6.4 was kind of an international slash Ford program. Mm-hmm. The 6 liter was still international. 7.3 yeah. was international. But the 6.7 was all Ford design. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, they seemed when they came out like they were going to be just this awesome engine. But they're starting to see a lot of the same problems that they saw in the 6 oh, liters and the 6.4s. But in the higher miles, in the 200, 250, 300, where what? before with the 6 liter and 6.4s, they were having those problems at like 60 or 80,000 yeah. miles. So they got so, a little better. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're getting better. They are yeah. getting better, but... Um, you know, so yeah. I, well, I think we got enough. We can do one more section here, so one more break. I mean, unless an, another you are, another break. Yeah. Oh well. I think I'm only on. We're literally halfway through my notes. Oh, <laughs> we're my not going to go John. through all of them. All right. I, let's, I got let's one. Let's take the third break <laughs> of this episode of. Wheeling. I got one thing before that though. Is we okay. were talking about the F250s and your expeditions. This was a recent study done by iccars.com, published on Ford's website. Okay. Listed the F-250 Super Duty's longest lasting vehicle and the Expedition Explorer and F-150 among the top 20 longest lasting vehicles. I can see that. Yeah, absolutely. Built well. So, all right, see you in a minute. Hey, it sounds like it's time to swap out that old engine for something better, John. Yeah, man, but I have so much into my trans and transfer case set up already. I don't want to change those two. Sounds like you need to call Quick Draw Brand Adapters. They specialize in conversion bell housings for nearly all diesel and gasoline engines, including the new 2.8R Cummins. You know, I like weird engines, though. I want something different. Then you definitely need to visit quickdrawbrand.com today. They have those hard to find parts. They also have used diesel engines available. You can call them at 513-446-9654. Cool, I'll do that. See what they have. Thanks. All right, so we're going to try and summarize some of the rest of the stuff up fairly quick here. So there were a lot of special notable models of the the Ford trucks over their series. Okay. Uh, The F-150 Knight, 91 and 92. The Eddie Bauer, 94 to 96. Uh, we already mentioned the Lightning, 93, 95, and then 99 to 04. So two different generations there. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, the Harley-Davidson edition. Yep. Everybody knows about those. One of my absolute favorite models of Fords, and this is what intrigued me looking back into them, the Raptor. Oh, yeah, the so Raptor's again, kind been kind of two huge. gens there, 14, uh, 10 to 14 and 17 to yeah. present. Uh, the Raptor actually shares only its cab with the standard F-150. Yeah. And you know what's really cool about the Raptor right now is I wouldn't say the market's flooded with them, but there are a number of first-gen Raptors that are available pretty cheap now. Really? Because like the Border Patrol had purchased a bunch oh, of them. Oh, about that. Yeah. And they are now retiring them. Yeah. And there was even a guy who did a video. He said he purchased the cheapest Raptor in you know in the U.S. He paid mm-hmm. like $4,200 for it or something. The, my hometown did a fire department demonstration with, with a Raptor that was donated. Okay. I just saw the after pictures. Wait, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yes, they cut yes, up yes. a Raptor? Oh, no. Oh. Remember I said it was the fire department? They burned a Raptor. Yeah. They didn't burn <laughs> They didn't burn the remote reservoir shocks and all that, did they? I don't know. I couldn't tell from the picture. I meant to call them, see if I could <sighs> no, go no, get yeah, them. <laughs> just move on to your next yeah. topic. You're, you're <laughs> yeah, pissing me off. Um, well, you, you mentioned about Ford being spelled on, on the hood. Raptor had, in 19, or since 1983, Ford on the hood. 
Ford um, didn't, Raptor didn't come out in 1983. No, first time since 83, it had Ford on the hood. Oh, okay, all right, all right. So a Ford truck had Ford on the hood. They had a special blue accent package, and this, I never knew about this, with rear cove front-facing seats for the model year. I do prefer front-facing seats in my vehicles. Yeah. The rear-facing seats are... <laughs> I, totally, I totally read that backwards. <laughs> okay. I, I thought it said rear. That's why I like Recaro? Front Recaro seats? Is that what you're saying? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I totally uh, misread Okay. That. Yes. Recaro um, seats. In 2001 at present, the, we were introduced to the King Ranch edition. And you know what? Guys who buy a King Ranch interior to update their excursion or even their Super Duty, mm-hmm. big money. It's a it, yes. A the used, seats are upholstered in saddle leather. Yeah, give you some kind like of thirty five hundred bucks minimum for it's a nice insane. set. They yeah. like forty percent of the King Ranch sales are in Texas. Dealt with a big ranch down there. That that was all their fleet vehicles were these. Yeah, eight hundred twenty five thousand acre ranch, King Ranch. Yeah, thus the name. Uh, we got the Platinum, 2009 to present. The Tremor, like you mentioned, that was in 2014. Here's a cool one. This was introduced 2019, Detroit 2020, Auto Show. 2020, the Tremor. Uh, this one's got F-150 Tremor, 2014. F- oh, 150. Yeah. The F-250 Tremor is yeah. different. Yeah, all right, fine. <laughs> uh, there are only 2200 of them built I don't over even pay attention to the F-150s. Yeah. Uh, so you no won't care about this one then. Again, 2019... They introduced the electric one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, the cool thing about that, the record sem- record setting demonstration tow of one and a quarter million pounds. Like that was okay. one they towed the space shuttle with, if I remember. Or no, that was. Oh, was that yeah. A- yeah. Uh, skip over all of that. Won a lot of awards, of course. They've made vans. There's a bunch of different stuff for export in other countries. Uh, boils down to the last little bit that I got here. These were calendar year for United States and Canada. Uh, this is from 97 to 2019. Quantities of Ford F-Series trucks sold. So the records for Canada are 2003 to 19, and then 97 to 19 for the U.S. You want to take a stab at either of these numbers. What year again? So the U.S. from 1997 to 2019... Oh, you want to know how many during that entire period of time? I want you to take a stab at this. Twenty-five million. New. No. Care to try your your Canada from 03 to twenty nineteen? Oh, Canada oh three to twenty nineteen. Yep. I assuming the sources of these numbers is correct. Thirty million. No. So okay. Canada, oh three to nineteen. Uh I'm gonna round up for sake of argument. One point eight million. Oh, okay. So I was way high. Yeah. I was way high. Okay. <laughs> the the US ninety seven to nineteen was just under seventeen point eight million. So I was almost double. Okay, yeah, all right. For all right. a total of almost nineteen and a half million. That was vehicles. all F series? That yeah. All it says okay. is F series trucks sold. Gotcha. So that doesn't say production, that was sold. Okay. So yeah, tremendous number. Here's you know, not that I'm putting them down at the end here, mm-hmm. but here would be my complaint when they the Ford keeps saying we're the best selling truck, mm-hmm. the F series. The problem is 
all of their trucks from the F-150 all the way through the commercial F-750 mm-hmm. are all F-series. Yeah, so if they're adding all that together. <laughs> You're adding it all together, but still, yeah. obviously, they have something that... They've been around for a long time. I don't works. think they're going anywhere anytime no. soon. <laughs> no, no, no. So... I know you're not a big Ford fan, but you know, thank you I for I can appreciate it. Thank though. you for That's looking at tremendous into history, and, very influential in the market. And as, as you know, you and I have said before, we applaud Ford for except for that little dark time between eighty <laughs> and eighty six, never abandoning the solid axle. Yeah. You know, they've yeah. had they've had except for those <laughs> those seven years there of dark times, mm-hmm. they've had a solid axle available in their four by four trucks. Since the forties, yeah. and yeah. so you know that's uh, it's good to know that you know they're and that there's no reason that they're going to get rid of it anytime soon. Yeah, so. <laughs> man, so. thank you. Uh, let's hey, do no more F series stuff in the future. Sounds good. Who knows what we're going to do for forty nine if we're still alive? Yeah, but I, I hope so. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm prepared. I'll be here. Yeah, you are. <laughs> All right, buddy. So I, I got a new thing to end this with here. So we're gonna wing it. And see what happens. Oh, a new here. thing. Yeah, I actually wrote stuff. <laughs> okay, I didn't even know you could write. You know I can write. Come oh, okay. on. Okay. <laughs> So if you guys have any questions or comments about any of our episodes, feel free to join our 4x4 Talk page on Facebook. Leave us a comment. You find that with a quick search for 4x4 Talk using the numbers, not the words, or just facebook.com slash groups slash 4x4 Talk. A couple quick questions, get you on the page, and ask away. Uh, for any more bonus content you'd like to enjoy, check us out, patreon.com slash radio. Access it low as $2 a month. And if you're watching us on YouTube, don't forget to hit the thumbs up button at the bottom of the video and make sure to hit subscribe. And as always, of course, thanks for listening and have a good one, everybody.